0: This. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode. My name is Sanja, and I'm the host of My Last joint Podcast. And I've got with me here, Alana. She goes by the name of what's the name you go on YouTube? I can never pronounce that one.
1: Oh, that's okay. It's on YouTube. It's Ahana.
0: Ahana, that's it. Okay. And we actually made an episode back in was it September, October?
1: Somewhere around there. I don't even remember, no. honestly.
0: Yeah. And then we, we kind of went um, back and forth and um, I was trying to organize this for a while. Um, however, Alana was very busy with her own thing. So we finally got together and decided to uh, just kind of shoot a spontaneous episode because why not, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, why not? It's always a great fun to talk with you, Anje.
0: Oh, thank you. Thank you. How you been? What you been up to? I know, you, I know you're big on the whole fitness thingy. But tell us. Yeah,
1: I've been doing really well. Yeah, I've been doing really really well. Um so yeah, I I basically have kind of had a switch in my career path, I guess. You know, like for a little mm-hmm. while. Well, it's not a total switch, it's more like switch my focus a little bit. Um mm-hmm. like my my day job aside from, you know, YouTube was teaching group fitness and nutrition classes at a trade school in Chicago and um, you know, since then, um, and then for a little while, I was focusing more on YouTube and trying to help coach people out of porn addiction, mm-hmm. and that was going well for a while. But I kind of hit a point where I realized that it was kind of like messing me up mentally.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Also, this kind of um, I I felt like I don't know if you ever feel this way, Andre, but like as a former addict, like I used to be addicted to porn sometimes it's like you get to a point where you're just, you want to just leave the whole topic behind, like after, oh you're,
0: after you... Oh open. my God, are you crazy? I This has been going on on my mind for the last freaking, probably since December. You remember when I mentioned on my podcast that I kind of want to go, you know, focus towards business owner. I'm starting to realize now, I just want to <laughs> leave my last joint behind. Like today, driving <laughs> back, because I was just, I, I told you earlier on, I just dropped off my girlfriend. I was thinking... I'm going to like kind of roll out my podcast and start with something new. So I was thinking, should I go after my last joint podcast, you know? But yeah, (laughs) yeah, absolutely. Like,
1: like, you know, when you like, I spent so many years, like addicted to pornography and addicted to weed. And it's mm -hmm. like, you get to a point where, because like right now, like the only time I ever think about porn is when I was coaching my clients or where they're overcoming their, and I felt like, I don't know if it's healthy for me to keep focusing on this, yeah. on this topic that I truly just want to leave behind now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, mm-hmm. and so, you know, since, so, so I, when I had that epiphany moment for myself, I kind of switched focus and now I am personal training and I really love it. I enjoyed mm-hmm. a lot. And, um, but yeah, I mean, how do you, how do you deal with it? Like when, you, I, don't do you have- I don't
0: know, I don't I know. Obviously, I mean, you know, I'm, I I honestly don't know what to say because I'm at this moment of my life where I feel like, you know, is it time for a new opportunity? Should I continue going this? I mean, the thing with me is, right, I'm just freaking stubborn, right? When I decide to do something, I go in and do it and there's nothing going to stop me. But then there comes a time where it's like, okay, where do we stop? Like, what is something you want to achieve with that? You know, and I I did achieve some things I set out to do in the beginning and Honestly, like you know, I haven't had so much fun as I used to have with my last mm-hmm. joint when I first started. And I think it shows in my podcast as well. And um, you know, a very strange thing as well that I'm just going to kind of drop bomb here is this week I was doing Quid We Challenge, right? Mm-hmm. And someone we we have a support chat in our Quid We and Succeed Facebook group, right? And mm-hmm. someone decided they they're gonna call out the whole challenge and everything pretty much do a scam. And they just went on the cool. support chat and they screenshotted all my website. They pretty much she started explaining each part what is a scam, what they what we should be looking for. Um, you know, calling my whole operation um what money else? laundering scheme. And I was like, dude, is was that is that is that exactly like a, what are you smoking, lady? But is that is that what we're doing now? <laughs> you know? And it's it's almost like do I want to deal with that? Like, I've my my pain threshold is pretty high. Like, but at one point, I'm like, dude, you you went past this, right? You are passionate. You want to help others succeed, but at one point, you've got to kind of be selfish and say, okay, you making like one year ago, I didn't plan a family, but here we are. In three months, we're gonna be a family. I gotta be selfish. Like, I've gotta I've gotta focus on what's ahead of me and what's you know in front of me rather than someone who's Out there in another country and struggling with weed. As much as I want to help them, there is a point where you kind of have to go. And I'm so, uh, I don't know. You remember like in September when you emailed me and you said, okay, this is a sign because I sent you an email about the coaching. Yeah. yeah. Right. I feel like you bringing up this topic right now, that's a sign because I was like, (laughs) I was like, holy shit, like I've got to figure this out. Right. But just you bringing up this topic now, that's a sign. Like, you
1: know. that's that's crazy though. And that like that is crazy because I mean it just goes to show like what happens when you smoke weed. You get so much paranoia. Everything's I know, I
0: know, I know. And you know the the thing is as well, like people don't think. Like people nowadays on the social platforms, online platforms, they'll just spit whatever it's on their mind. Right. And it's regardless whether you've put you know how much work I put in here, you know how many episodes I have, you know how I was, struggling last year with putting up the community just trying to get the coaching off the ground and then someone comes and bashes it all down in two hours and you're like holy shit how did we get here and then you know how the chat is anyways the whole chat goes on the bandwagon yeah he's a scammer you know it's like can we how do we get to here like you know
1: That's actually could be a good sign, though, in a weird way. They say that, you know, you've hit some kind of success when you start to have haters.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: What what is a Like, what is a scam? It's like you're providing a service that, like, it's like any other business. You pay money for the service that they provide. Like, what about that is a scam? I don't, don't, you know. it, It would be one thing it would be a scam if like you were dealing weed on the side while you know putting on this crazy. Yeah. But, but I can relate to that too. It's like, you know, the nature of coaching people through an addiction is that you have to deal with addicts and and like, and like addicts are very unstable people, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And even through like coaching people through porn addiction, like I, I, I love all my clients. They're great. But at the same time, I felt like it was also. Like, you know, like when I when I think about where I want to be in my life, I don't want to be surrounded by addicts. I want to be surrounded by people who are, you know, living a, a good life. And they say that you're the average of like the five people you spend the most time around. And when I was coached through the porn addiction, porn addicts for the main people <laughs> i was yeah. spending my yeah. time around you know yeah. and it's like yeah i so yeah but but i respect a lot what you do do mm-hmm. I think you definitely have a lot of people out there mm-hmm. so you know
0: i mean i've got to say <laughs> yeah. go on go on sorry
1: I, I was just gonna say i trust that whatever you choose to do moving mm-hmm. forward will be mm-hmm. right
0: mm-hmm. i mean i gotta say you know a lot of like my clients are just people the guests in the podcast said to me at one point hey i i just cannot imagine how you do it i'll be honest i can't imagine how you do it because you know people talking about wheat is one thing but people talking like men talking about porn like that's just all another word right there. and obviously it's not funny but then on one side it's like holy right. shit like you yeah yeah so yeah well
1: it kind of ranged i mean it wasn't just men who i was helping i also helped women too mm-hmm. and, and a lot and a lot of women who struggle not only with porn but like there were some women who I helped whose boyfriends were watching porn Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm
0: -hmm.
1: but even then you know like like where I'm at in my life right now it's it's almost like I well I don't want to say this because I I was there once too like I also was an addict so it's like Mm -hmm. I understand you know what the mindset is like when you're in when you're when you're in in. but um but yeah I don't know I just kind of feel like Part of truly overcoming an addiction is just not thinking about it anymore. Like just yeah, living yeah, new, yeah. living your new life, you know, where mm-hmm. where it's just in something that's on your mind. And um, yeah. So, yeah. So I I, w- I would say that you know right now life is good. I'm personal training and I work for a gym right now. And um, you know, the goal for the rest of this year is to get more in like my own clients where I can go and train mm-hmm. them at home. So, um, yeah, it feels good to just be focusing on something completely unrelated, you know? Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I uh, honestly, I absolutely feel you on that. And, you know, another thing that I kind of started considering because, you know, I've always been passionate about businesses, but since kind of the last year, or let's be honest, since I got my head clear and sober and when I can actually think and start forming thoughts that perhaps will help me plan five years or 10 Mm -hmm. years ahead. Here's an honest, you know, an honest to to earth truth about my last joint. It's a really hard market, right? Because when you are starting a business, right? And I don't know where this comes from, but I had this belief, right? The entrepreneur, right? You're supposed to create something new. You're supposed to go somewhere where no one else goes. That's fun. But it's fun when you have shitloads of funding. And when you look at companies like Airbnb, you know, Facebook, like, Any big companies, even Amazon, like Amazon was unprofitable, was in loss for almost 15 years, but they had shitloads of funding so they could make it work at one point, right? I don't have that pleasure, neither do I want to take on the funding. I don't think that's the healthy way to grow a company. Yeah, maybe at one point, but not when you're kind of starting. But the the honest truth with My Last Joint is, it's just a very hard market because what you want to do with the business, you want to have clients that are easy to reach clients that are easy to find right how can i find someone who's struggling with weed like 99 percent of us you know as stoners we don't go online and share like hey i've got weed problem right <laughs> it's almost like if you hear something right i mean the way for example the way it works with my podcast is if someone hears it they're like oh yeah this guy knows what he's talking about but i it doesn't work the other way around i cannot go to them and kind of target them or kind of, you know, show ads to them or kind of pick them out from the crowd. That's not, I cannot do that. So in that way, my last joint as in a business. It's a very, very hard market. And, you know, there's especially- other, other things I wanna- to, pardon?
1: And I would just think, especially because stoners just want to spend their money on weed. You know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. So that's, I mean, that's, yeah, there's few reasons here, but yeah, I'm. I, can't, I don't know. I'm kind of glad you mentioned this because I was thinking, like, am I, you know, am I the only person that goes through this? But yeah, there is a point in time, and I feel like, and you know, what's even funny? I don't know if you realize this, but I mean, have you at that point where we were doing coaching? Did I mm-hmm. ask you to? Did I invite you into our quit, wait, and succeed Facebook group?
1: You probably did. I wasn't very... I know pro- I, I wasn't active, though.
0: That's that's fine. You know what's really interesting? Everyone that's been in my program, they either leave the group mid of the program or by the end of the program, they're like, can you kick me out? Because I don't even want to in anymore. Mm. <laughs> right? And it's and it's like, I get it. You don't want to be in that paradigm anymore. You don't want to be like, okay, I'm weight free now. You just want to go on. You don't even want to hear about, you know, the old bullshit mm. that you were doing. So yeah I completely right. stand with you on that one, and I don't know right. we'll see we'll see what the future will bring. I'm not gonna make any decisions now, but yeah. yeah yeah i'm you know i if I would be doing this two years ago, it would be a completely different story, but now I've gotta be selfish, and I've gotta think of the little one that's coming, and you know I'm doing things differently than I do in my twenties when it was more like you all let's just do it and see what happens. Now I'm more like, okay, let's figure it out. Let's see the consequences. Let's let's you know put things on the scale and then let's make a um you know sensible decision. So um but yeah, I absolutely agree on that.
1: I mean how so yeah, I I totally, yeah, I feel like we we're in the same boat kind of and and with you,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like you said with your with your baby on the way, like I get that, you know, you like you said, you do have to be selfish and you have to think about what's going to be most financially beneficial for building a Mm -hmm. family. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, they do say, though, with with, with businesses like this, you know, like the first five, seven years are all about just kind of staying consistent and grinding and all that stuff. It is really hard for me to stay with something I don't feel like my heart is in 100%, Mm -hmm. and it's like, you know, I don't know. I don't I really don't know what the right way to the right thing to do is it's like do you do you follow your feelings or do you follow, you know, your set plan that mm-hmm. you can get mm-hmm. go and just push through those moments mm-hmm. of discomfort.
0: Um, yeah. I honestly think, you know, I read the really interesting quotes um last week. It's not about the wrong decision, but it's about the decision that we don't make. Right, that's where mm-hmm. the silus is. And I honestly think Like if I think of myself back in 20s, right? So I stayed in England for 10 years, even though I could leave early and I could go travel around the world and I could do different things. I was trying to quit weed for at least six years, but I was really struggling so much because I wasn't adamant I'm gonna quit for good. I was always kind of in and out, right? Mm. And if I think back and the way I was doing decisions and the way I was hesitant with the decisions, I think it's not really where my heart is, but it's really like, if I look back, if in 20 years I look back to this, am I going to be more angry because I continue doing something I didn't want to do, or I'm going to be more angry because I allowed myself a change and a new opportunity? I can always go back to my last joint, right? Do mm-hmm. I want to continue something I don't necessarily see myself doing anymore? I probably not. So it's, right. you know? Point. Yeah.
1: That's a really good way to think about it. Mm-hmm. I that's something I'm going to apply to my life for sure. <laughs> vision making you know because you're right like I mean obviously you're never going to regret not smoking weed or like mm-hmm. I'm never going to re- not watching porn but in those mm-hmm. moments where you feel that temptation it's like you're just thinking so short term you know but but yeah I that, that's a really good way to think about it let
0: me let her go. what's going on?
1: my cat wants to go and oh
0: okay yeah 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 okay no worries <laughs> let's yeah, she- let the cat in <laughs> she's
1: getting really hot out here <laughs>
0: Gaia. Gaia. um have you ever heard of a term called the sunk um the fallacy of sunk cost
1: i have you able to explain it to me
0: okay right so um imagine you go to a casino Right. And you're gambling, right? And let's say you gamble ten thousand, right? And you have you brought with yourself you've got twelve thousand, right? So you now you've only got two thousand. But because you already spent ten thousand, you say to yourself, Well, screw it, like I already did that, I might as well do this, right? Mm. So it's the fallacy of some cause. because you already went so deep, because you already so committed, you gotta continue, right? And I feel <laughs> like Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like we do this as humans, we do this so many times, right? Think of the relationship, like how many times back in my twenties, like I was chasing girls that had no merits or whatsoever that I was completely unavailable to me, but because I was already committed because I was doing it for so long, it was almost like, just keep doing it. It will happen eventually. But it's right. like, you know,
1: I know exactly what you mean. It mm. takes a lot of like humility to admit that you need to change direction totally because it's like mm-hmm. there's a certain um in a weird way there's a certain security in just going down the same path even if you mm-hmm. know it's the wrong one like mm-hmm. the fact that like you said you've already made it this far like to completely turn around and like reject everything you've done it's it, it's it takes it takes like it's a it takes a huge hit to the ego and it's like mm-hmm. you have to almost at that point admit that you've yeah. done the wrong thing and that's really hard for people to do. It's really hard for people to admit when they're wrong. That's something I've realized.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's something that people that like puts people in a lot of pain to admit mm-hmm. they're wrong.
0: Yeah, so um yeah, it's kinda crazy because you know, exactly what you were just talking now like this morning i woke up because i i've seen some messages from the support chat again i was like i felt like an absolute shit i was like where how do we get to here right what happened that this is where we are now Mm -hmm. but then i started thinking like dude this is business right if you want it easy, go and work somewhere, get that paycheck and go home. But if you want it hard, like that's what you opted for. Like business is savage. Business is wild. And people are not going to be nice to you. Why they would be nice. They don't need to be nice. No one out there owes you anything, right? Mm-hmm. So in a way, it's almost like, okay, I get it. But yeah, it change is freaking hard. And it's hard when you've spent a lot of time and a lot of dedication, but- I think I think the biggest problem with me is is just because I went through it and I've got mm-hmm. so much emotion involved, so for yeah. me, I'm emotionally attached to it, and I think that's the biggest problem with it, because really, mm-hmm. if the business is not working, but you know the thing with my last joint it's not not working, but it's just not working as I hope it would be working, right right when the business is not working, what you should do? You should quit it and you should do something that is working or you should find a market. Right, but because I'm so emotionally attached to it, I think that's one of the problems there. But
1: it yeah. could be. You, I mean, like if you look at people who, I mean, like you, like you, you know, you were talking about Amazon. You know, like it was 15 years before they saw success, and and it's like there's um, if you do feel emotionally attached to it, you know, I wonder if like maybe maybe you hire a business coach or maybe mm-hmm. you hire to like you know guide you through the process a little bit but but it just depends on what you know it's hard to say because you know i was like i was doing the porn coaching since like i think my first client was in 2017 and i stopped just this year so it was like six years and it was crazy because this was actually the year that i started to see the most consistent clients have ever had Mm -hmm. it was like Mm -hmm actually becoming you know successful but then but it was messing up my mind and so i was like okay this anymore and it's like you've done so much with my last joint in such a short amount of time i feel like if you like i i know it could become exactly what you want it to be if you Mm -hmm. you want it to to be that you know but but um yeah i guess it just depends on where where your heart's at and where your mind's at and what you really want to be mm-hmm. focusing on today. It's, it's hard, but, um, but yeah, with the whole, with that whole like person who was accusing you of being a scammer, like I can totally see why that would be so frustrating. But if it were me, I would just do like instant block, instant block. <laughs> like, I mean,
0: you know, I'm yeah. And you know, when I, when I was talking to with my girlfriend as well, she was like just block her just delete her from my group but i'm very i like to be transparent right i don't like to you know i don't hide anything with my lash joint you know that everything i've said on the podcast i've been open and and honest and you know i just said it the way it is but i don't know i i you know i did i did put a sentence in there now and you know if it's going to continue, obviously i block her and delete her but you know, sometimes I think, like, when I'm really frustrated and I think, like, in the morning, you know, I I woke up and I was like, holy shit, what is going on? But then I started thinking, maybe it's not you. Maybe she just wants to feel better. Maybe she's dealing with something you don't even know about, right? And she's, I, she's, <laughs> I mean, she must be, there must be something going on. I don't know what it is. But, you know, it's like, you it's hard it's hard not to get triggered by it and it's also hard when someone just slams your business for with no merit whatsoever but then it's also like it's a test right that's 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 what weed was good back in my days like in those days i would be stoned 2 minutes later you know right. but now i'm like okay well let's deal with it we don't there's no there's no point in smoking like we're not going to get anything out of it so let's deal with it you know so yeah.
1: i don't it's know. really I, that's yeah. true, and and that's that's actually something I've noticed about you is that you are very transparent and honest, and mm-hmm. that's a big reason why I I trust you so much, mm-hmm. you know, because you're, you're you're you'll you'll just say what's going on, you yeah. know, and I yeah. I think that's a problem with a lot of like with a lot of like these YouTube businesses that they I don't know, there's like usually a front that people put on mm-hmm. when they mm-hmm. start or like they they try to like hide things that make them look bad and stuff. And mm-hmm. I think um that's definitely something I've appreciated about you. You're definitely very honest and transparent and authentic.
0: Thank you. And I think I think that's honestly that's the two traits I did get out of my last joint. Right. I've realized it. Mm-hmm. and I and I respect that with anyone. You know, when when we do in my program when we do core values, a lot of people say integrity, but I think one of my two core values, and a lot of people I think have this as well, mm-hmm. is um being vulnerable and being um honest you know i think but yeah i don't know i i think i need to clear my head and you know i'll probably i'll probably have a better plan tomorrow but um yeah it's it's so interesting you said this honestly like i feel like (laughs) you know because i remember when you when i sent you this email and then you cried and you were like holy shit angie your email was just a sign and i'm like holy shit alana you coming to this podcast is is the sign." like you know.
1: that's good you know i mean i definitely believe in that though in like in like signs and timing and being shown what you need to be shown and everything and like you know i think um like you said that woman um accusing you of being a scammer like you said how you know if this if this were just like a decade ago you'd be stoned two minutes later, like it's just a testament to how far you've really come. The fact that yeah. you that you're facing it head on and just dealing with it, you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think. Uh, but it is probably her stoner paranoid delusions that's causing her to like have this. <laughs> I mean, you know, but-
0: what's the funniest thing? So in the end, her closing sentence was that she got her friend who is a, a police forensic involved and he found the trace of a 4 year old video that was now deleted i didn't even start my last joint 4 years ago i started my last joint in 2022 the first episode came out november 2021 so it's like do i really want to go now there and like you know start pointing finger i don't i just said listen this has to stop now there's no you know there's no facts this is just false assumption but it is what it is. Honestly, let's let's not let's not let's not talk about that anymore. But um
1: Oh my gosh, so crazy. I mean I delete videos all the time that I've made
0: quite honest. I mean honestly, I've deleted all the videos on my YouTube and I'm re-uploading them because I, I ran them through an AI filter for the audio. Mm. you know that my mic was just horrible. I mean it's still kinda of horrible. It's better now, but it was horrible when I first started. So I ran them all through AI filter, so I'm re-uploading them now. But I don't oh, have cool. anything to hide. Like, what do you think? Go oh, out here, record 130 episodes just to scam people? Like, what do I get out of this? Like, just
1: to scam people for, not, for, for probably not even that much money anyway. Oh my <laughs> like... god! Oh, yeah. oh? oh, that's yeah. That's that. That's pretty that's hopefully you can look back on this one day and just laugh but i I I
0: made screenshots honestly i think i'm gonna put it on the wall and i'll be laughing one day so (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh,
1: yeah i mean yeah dealing with addicts can be difficult for sure Mm -hmm. but i mean like you know i mean for you though i don't know do you because you were talking about like potentially doing something related to like life after weed or something like that that's that's like kind of the direction you're thinking of going in now
0: i don't know i'll see so i definitely want to kind of focus only on business owners going forward you know primarily because i um, i i'm just very passionate about business and i think you know everyone should at one point consider uh, being self-employed or just consider doing um you know a side hustle or whatever but um I don't know how I'm gonna spin it yet. I'm definitely, you know, I said it beginning of May, I'm shutting down my program, which was doing well, by the way. Like I was getting new yeah. clients. I'm still I, I am still getting inquiries, but I said no, I'm shutting down my program. Um I don't know what was gonna happen with the group. I'm probably gonna keep the group as it is because you know it does help people. But as far as future goes, I don't know, Alana, I mean, you know, the baby's coming out mid of August, so I want to yeah. find a solution where I'm not tied to certain time, but I still do something that kind of keeps me engaged. So I'll okay. figure it out. But what it is now, it's definitely not going to be forward. And yeah, I think I think in 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 mm-hmm. one way, you're absolutely right. You know, there's at one point, you know, I you've got to move on. You just gotta move on because otherwise you're always stuck in that old paradigm you know? like let's quit tweet and then let's do something but how about we do something because we already quit tweet? so
1: yeah that's yeah. yeah exactly that sentence right there pretty much sums it up it's like yeah exactly and you know i think i think it's also good to focus on what makes you as anj like your healthiest too you know mm-hmm. like just even for me, like I felt like it was literally just becoming unhealthy for me to be like around these addicts all the time and to like it was it was messing my brain up. It yeah, was it was yeah. kinda like making me, um, it was putting me in a world where that like I know normal people just don't think like, you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and when I when I start, I had to like really sit back and reflect and think like what would make me the healthiest. And I think. <laughs> What would make me the healthiest is like not being or not being talking to porn addicts all day. Yeah, you know?
0: yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, and
1: like you know, focusing on 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 this stuff because I mean, with the whole like personal training stuff, like the main. So I mean, right now, like I'm training anyone because mm-hmm. you know the beginning, but mm-hmm. but the focus in the future is I want to be home training women specifically mm-hmm. only mm-hmm. and. I think it would just be healthier for me to just yeah. Yeah. be doing that. You know? And so, um, I don't know, maybe that's something you could think about for yourself, like what it like what would make you healthier in this mm-hmm. life.
0: Yeah, like I said, I will, you know, i I'll definitely kind of figure out where I wanna go in the future. The thing is like you know, so many things changed for me in, in, in the speed of last two years. You know, I left England in January of 2000, um, last year, January of 2021. I was there for 10 years. That was my second childhood. I came back, you know, I started um, doing some things in Slovenia. I met, I met my girlfriend, we went to Mallorca, we came back, baby happened. We, yeah. you know, we're like six months in now, or five months, five and a half months. So it's like, you know in a spade of two years more more things happen on my in my personal life, in my you know i don't know whatever you call it than the whole twenties right so it's almost like and the thing is you know it it kinda this kind of hit me recently like when you know when we found out I was like okay yeah we'll we'll be fine, but then i've gotta like i i you know this inwards interest does not work anymore I cannot just think what is what's the best thing for the business. I've got to think what's the best thing for the family and how the yeah. business can function because of that then. Right. Yeah. I mean, this for me is a foreign concept as well because, you know, I it's just, I don't know. It's just foreign. But yeah, it'd be interesting. I'm um I'm, I'm I'm scared, I'm not gonna lie, but I'm also like excited because it's got. it's like, you know, if, if you if you put a hand on the belly now you can almost like hear the 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 little shit like kicking with the <laughs> the legs and it's like holy thing holy shit like this this is actually alive in there you know it's like I don't know it, I, the, for me it's like this is like you know it's you don't I feel like when someone tells you when your best friend or uh, you know uh, my sister when she was pregnant I was like oh congratulations you know but then when you actually experience it like firsthand it's almost like okay knowing
1: that is that it's yours. It's like yeah. your mm-hmm. D in the, you know? And mm-hmm. and it's so I mean, I think that's so wonderful. Like fatherhood, I've heard, you mm-hmm. know, really changes a man. It really like do,
0: do you know what happens apparently? So I've seen this on um what is it? Do you know the Herberman? Andrew Huberman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So apparently um guys we have I don't know what's the um uh, what, is, what is it called? Not the dopamine. So I don't know what's the... What is dopamine? It's not... Um, uh, what is is it? It's... Third uh one, Yeah, so what what are those called? What are they called? Neurotone, dopamine, wild uh,
1: horm-
0: Hormones. Uh, okay, so yeah, exactly, yeah. So as boys, I mean, as guys, during the... When, you know, your um, your partner is pregnant, apparently we get a hormone that patterns your belly (laughs) so i didn't know that but apparently your body is producing more of that hormone and less of testosterone so it's kind of preparing yeah so it's kind of preparing for the um you know for the arrival of the you know a little baby that's that's nature there for you that's how crazy it is
1: that's so interesting yeah
0: yeah you know it's another thing that kind of completely blew my mind the other day my girlfriend she was she was having um Oh my god, my words are going. Not X-ray. What's the other one? <laughs> they go with uh, ultrasound. ultrasound. Yeah. So she was having ultrasound, and he was um, he was um, eating his finger. He was like nibbling on the finger in the <laughs> belly. Wow. How crazy is that?
1: Ready to come out. He's chilling.
0: It's like, and I was, you know, it it really it it really hit me because it's like that's how crazy the nature is. Like this actually got transferred like this message actually got transferred in that tiny bit of you know sperm that went in there and then the whole magic happened because like yeah. he did he couldn't see that you know like a lot of our behavior the way we be- we behave the way we talk the way we have body language is copied is mimicked by your parents right, right. Like, there was no way for him to see that right so it's like holy shit like that's nature there for you it's crazy <laughs> it's isn't
1: it's incredible it's like it's so um it's like yeah you can't you you mentally it's you can't even fully grasp it you know it's so Mm -hmm. it's incredible and you know I would say that that's that's one of the main motivations for me in giving up both corn and marijuana is is wanting to set a good foundation for myself to be a good mother one day Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. like i can't i do like i cannot be one of those uh, women who's i mean there's so do you know how there's so many women who are smoking weed throughout their whole pregnancy Mm -hmm. and it's insane you know it's Mm -hmm. like i mean it's it's to me i mean i get that people struggle with addiction and stuff but to me it's just pathetic Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. to be be so selfish in that way where you're not even focused on the health of the baby to the point where like getting high is more important yeah. to you than like your baby developing healthy mm-hmm. you know and yeah. and um but that's not just i mean like but at the same time i feel like i, I in, in a way i can also understand the women who do that because they feel so um they're just so deep in, into their addiction you know and mm-hmm and you think about everything that you've done up until this point like overcoming weed and now like building a business even if you don't want to continue with it on anymore it's all still like skills that help you mm-hmm. as a father, mm-hmm. you know, that yeah. help you yeah. be like you're you're ba- like you've basically prepared yourself to handle all mm-hmm. the stresses that come with a baby and with in a, with a, in mm-hmm. a sober mind you know mm-hmm. and i think that's Ye- so good <laughs>
0: Yeah. And you know, one thing that I did say to the to, to myself this morning, I was like, you know what, dude, even if you quit my last joint now, at least you put it all in. And that's one thing I'll never regret. Like with my last joint, I was all in. Like from the beginning, I was okay. I was slow with the episodes. But once I kind of started, you know, picking up on the podcast and all that, I was all in. Like I didn't hold back. I was working day and night. So that's one of those things where I'll be like, dude, you put it all in. You weren't like halfway in. Because in my 20s, you know, when I was smoking, I was doing some other gigs as well. And I was in need of not even 5% full capacity as I should be. And, you know, so.
1: That's one of the most amazing things about sober life is that, like, I think as long as you're addicted to anything, mm. you're never all in no. to, no. to what no. every day you're doing in no. your life. Like, mm. There's a part of you that's going to be like kind of halfway there. You know,
0: mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. yeah exactly yeah
1: yeah and um, you know i'm sure once your baby comes and you see his face and he's actually here like it's probably gonna turn something on in you that just wants to be the best you can be you know i mean that's mm-hmm. what i've heard from people is that like like when you actually have someone else to live for mm-hmm. it changes the way you live your life it changes the way you think about your life and i think um if you're addicted to anything when that happens it's like you're just it's like you can't really be a good leader when you're like that like Mm -hmm. you're kind of always gonna have like a bit of selfishness in you and not absolutely yeah yeah Mm -hmm.
0: and i mean I mean i i honestly think you you never will function completely with the drugs in your system regardless what drug it is regardless if it's just a stimulant um so to that degree yeah absolutely
1: yeah and like you know you think about what you want for your kid it's like when i think about because i mean even with like the, the the porn and everything like so many what i realized is that so many people including myself it's like we become addicted to these things because it's in the house because there's someone in the house who's doing it. And that's how we Mm -hmm. become addicted. Mm -hmm. And it's like addictions get passed down to your children Mm -hmm. who are still addicted. And it's like, you know, I don't want to have any opportunity for my future kids to stumble across porn or to stumble across Mm -hmm. a joint that's found like in the, in the cupboard or something like, I don't want to give them any opportunity to, become addicted to anything Mm -hmm. and um yeah i think um it's just a it's just so it's just so interesting how like when you think about the life you want for your kid it's easier to be like more objective than like with our with ourselves you know
0: yeah yeah Yeah, because I don't know. I think I think it just changes things for you. Like I I honestly didn't. You know, this is gonna sound really strange, but I didn't even know I've got this thing in me. Right when I you know, I started I started like seeing this change and I started the way I considered things, the way I think about you know certain aspects. Last few months, like before, you know, my beliefs were completely different. And I think you know it's the same with weed, right? Think about when you're very adamant the weed is helping you with anxiety it's helping you with coping, right? And then one day or like two or three weeks, you don't use weed and you still cope, right? And you still function and the anxiety kind of disappears. I mean, still there. It's like your beliefs are just completely like, you know, turned on its head. And um, yeah. Are you still okay, yeah? You kind of disconnected. But yeah, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. And I think and I think you know that's where weed is really bad because it stops you on your opportunities, right? It stops you like trying new things. Like you know, for me now to say, Okay, I've I'm I'm done with my last joint, let's go do something else. It's like it's okay. Like I'm I'm ready to do it, but if that would be three or four years ago, I'd be like, no, you know, I, I, yeah, I don't. I, let's let, let's think things through, and I would probably continue doing it for you know a year or two years at least, you know, because I, I would be afraid of change or whatever, you know. So, yeah, absolutely,
1: you know, yeah. It in a weird way, it's like it's almost like in, i mean maybe this is the wrong comparison to make but in a weird way like the addiction brain is almost like addicted to the podcast or really. <laughs> like addicted to um the coach like for me i felt like i was like like my relationship with like making videos online i felt like was almost becoming a weird addiction where it was like yeah. oh i have to do this every day yeah. and yeah. like even if yeah. it Even if it's not benefiting me truly, or I don't know, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, but I do think that the addiction brain does have a um, purpose, you know. Like, if you can get addicted to, you know, being the best father you can be, or being the best um, husband you can be, like being the best, Mm -hmm. like mother, I can think that like those are all good things. But you know, I think, um, I don't know. What do you think? Do you feel like? Do you feel like the addiction? wiring in your brain is like kind of still there at all or do you feel like it's ever like going to go away or do you think
0: you know so there's been a lot of studies done on this right what's the 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 brain structure and you know the the certain traits of people that get um addicted or get dependent on you know substances or whatever the thing is there are certain traits like so there's impulsiveness right so there's um no consideration of consequences um you know selfishness as well um there's some other traits as well i don't know but i am a huge believer that someone who gets addicted or dependent or is using heavily a certain substance can use the same energy can use the same manifestation of energy to do something good does that make sense mhm yeah definitely are you still there i don't know if you're there because you're kind of going in and out you are there okay all right i can see you now it's kind of it's it's coming in and out i don't know is the wi-fi or not but you know think about it like what yeah, is because... the can you hear me i can hear you yeah okay what is the addiction in essence right it's the determination right it's the focus right it's the discipline on a daily basis when you get high, you want to get high and you want to get high on a daily basis. It's the grit, right? It's the motivation. Think about the times <laughs> when you don't have wheat. You will move mountains. You will call the tenth dealer on your <laughs> list to get wheat, right? Is it true or not, right? So I'm a huge believer. You push yourself in. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So I'm a huge believer that if you can manifest yeah. that energy towards something as trivial as wheat, you can do it towards mm-hmm. something else as well. Does that make sense? So in, in a way, way, yes. You know, it is, it is a cursed brain. It is, you know, a you know a malfunction brain or whatever. But that's actually where the beauty of it is, right? If you really think about it, that's where the beauty is. Because the same energy you've put into something, you put into the behavior, for example, porn, the same energy you put into the porn, you can put towards something else.
1: Mm -hmm. absolutely no that is very very true and that's also hilarious yeah like (laughs) like like for in that with that logic we could say that stoners are like the most disciplined motivated people out there
0: yeah 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 exactly and i mean (laughs) you know it's always funny to me when people come come on my program and they're like dude i don't have money and I'm like, do you have money to get weed? And like, yeah, okay, but what if you don't have money? Do you do you get and they're like, Yeah. So how do you get weed? I don't know. I find a way. I get it. Right. So it's the same, right? Do you do you see what I'm trying to say? If you really want to get something, if you really are desperate to get something, you will figure out a way, one way or another. Right? You will put so much energy into this that it will work out one way or another. But you know. When it comes to quitting a substance, there's just a lot of excuses that we find. And that's how it works. Yeah.
1: So true. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. I've never really like thought of it like that before. But that's mm. hilarious. You really but it's true, suit. isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, my gosh. which is Which is so, it's almost kind of sad in a way. It's like you think about how many stoners there are out there. Like those could, those could be, you know, potentially like some of the most successful people out there, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, definitely interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely, I definitely see what you mean. And, um, I think it's incredible that you've been able to really commit to your decision to stay off of it and to, you know, I mean, cause how long has it been now since you've
0: so it's it's gonna be this August is actually going to be three years, but you know I all I never really think about it that I committed to stay off it. I think I committed to always find an alternative version, right? So let's let's put it that way, right? After I quit weed, I was still using cigarettes, right? And I started to think, what is the point of me using cigarettes? And normally it was to change the state. So let's say for example, I would be reading, or I'll be writing, or I'll be working something. And I would in my brain, I would go, okay, I've got to change the state now. This is getting boring. I've got to do something else. So my natural reaction would be to get cigarette, right? So my idea was like, okay, what I can replace with that's better than a cigarette. And the thing with the weed is like everything that weed helps with, I can find somewhere else, right? I've got a cure for anxiety. I've got a cure for stress. I've got a cure... Or, you know, having giggly discussions. And, you know, I've, mm-hmm. I, I know all the alternatives. So for me, it's not really like staying committed to not smoke weed. To me, it's like, do I need weed? No, I don't. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's also this knowing of what happened in the past and understanding that there's just no point in going down that route. So,
1: no, that's really, really good. Yeah. I think, um, I think it's really I think addiction in general is such a pervasive um issue in our culture. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, just addiction in general whether it's to weed or to porn or alcohol or like the internet, social media, like that's a huge addiction these days. And I mm-hmm. think um you know there is definitely a part of us that just is like wired for addictive tendencies, I guess. But like you said, it's like finding the right things, and um, yeah, I'm sure that by the time your baby gets here, you'll have all the tools to help him <laughs> out growing up. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Have you thought about that? Like, what you might do if you if you're if your kid ends up somehow like discovering these things and and experimenting with with those things and how you would react? I them?
0: You know what? I would probably go about the the route of like, all right, this is what happens, this is what happens to me. It's not it doesn't happen to everyone, but it can happen, right? I don't think I wanna go down the route stay off wheat. I don't wanna see wheat. Like I think honestly, I think at that point I would be like, All right, you wanna get high, you wanna try getting high, bring it home and we'll do it, right? I would I would risk my whatever. You know, spree or whatever it is, because I feel like I don't know. Like when I was young, like I was mm-hmm. told about you know the the trap of drugs, right? But I, mm-hmm. my parents never talked to me about this. Right? They never like discuss with me like what happens if you know continue drinking alcohol on a daily basis, or what happens if you continue using wheat on a daily basis. So I think I would go down the down the route of like, okay, let's I don't know. I'm just big on the communication, I guess. But I would go down the route of like, okay, let's talk this out. What is the point of you doing this, and why you want to do this? Like, just kind of giving him the actual facts. And you know, yeah, yeah. If he well, I- if he if he gets addicted to weed, I will um, I will uh, lock him in the room and uh. <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> No, I don't. I honestly, I would just, I would just communicate to him. I'd be like, okay, dude, is that what you want to do? Well, let's try it at home, and then let's talk. Let's talk about it. I, I don't think that you know. I think that when you, uh, when you um, prohibit something, um, Mm -hmm. it's when it becomes attractive, especially to a young mind. Think about it. What was actually attractive when you were young, right? The things that were not allowed, the things that were out of bounds. So if I tell him, listen, don't do this. He's gonna do it, especially with my copy of the brains. Like he's gonna be like, running for it.
1: <laughs> you know? Yeah, no. I mean, I remember when when you and I did when I did coaching with you, and you were mm-hmm. asking me questions about why you like it, and I realized that a big reason why I like it was that it felt like my own little secret. Mm-hmm. You know, it felt like
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It just felt like my own little thing that I would do, and it made it more fun. The fact that like. You had to hide it, you know, you had to like walk to a nearby park and it was like a mm-hmm. whole thing mm-hmm. around it. And I think I think taking away that romanticism of it, like just if it was always allowed and if no one cared, it probably wouldn't have been as attractive to me. Cause mm-hmm. it's like, you know, like like part of what makes it um fun is the like um yeah, like the secrecy. And and I think mm-hmm. um I think that's one of the biggest reasons why uh alcohol was probably never an issue for me because it's Mm -hmm. so widely accepted like i don't ever like i never feel like i have to hide having a drink or anything i mean i don't and that's probably why i don't even ever have a drink like i don't even Mm -hmm. i don't even really drink you know and Mm -hmm. i think um or just anything like even with porn you know porn is like something you secret It's, it's something that like no one else knows about and i think i think like the secrecy i think like for people who feel stifled they get really attracted to these things that they can do in secret like who feel who, who kind of feel like so i think i think you have the total right idea to just have always have open communication be super transparent and like make it less appealing by by being um just so open about it like that Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. i think that that's a huge thing i think that's a really good way to go about it
0: for sure yeah i don't know i kind of you know like i said lately i'm kind of big on the communication like i've realized like many arguments and just many um you know just arguments in general in relationship or with your parents or in business relationship or whatever are due to the communication because there is no transparent and open communication and i feel like if you are not communicating you are already losing half of the battle right mm-hmm. um so that's definitely one of the things i want to kind of start asap because it, that that wasn't in my family like me in communication with my parents it was just you know it was just minimal it was just the necessary one mm-hmm. well, are you okay yeah i'm okay okay good everyone's okay so it's mm-hmm. like you know um but um Alana, I'm not gonna um, bother you for much longer. Um, it was. It's
1: a no,
0: honestly, this was hands down one of the best episodes this year. Um, I'm yeah. not gonna lie and say, you know, throughout the whole podcast, but this year, this has been hands down one of the best episodes. Um, I don't know what it is with you, but It's just, you know, spontaneous conversation and um, we just get to talk. Uh, random stuff, but good stuff. And I'm happy you did that. I'm happy you agreed to that. And I'm happy that you are who you are. And I'm also happy that you realize that. I feel like it's been almost a sign, in a way. It's, it's almost like I needed to hear that from someone else who's kind of doing the same thing, who kind of was doing the same thing as I was doing. um So I'm yeah, I'm glad that we finally managed to do this. And you're legend, alana
1: Thanks. You too, Andre. Yeah, it's always. <laughs> a pleasure. I feel the same way. It's always like very comfortable and natural conversations with us so i i I definitely look forward to the next time we'll chat
0: you're a legend um okay is there anything else you want to say you want to plug in your youtube anything like that
1: sure yeah if any of you guys want to follow me on youtube you can find me at ahana a-a-h-a-n-a i definitely am not consistent with the uploads i just kind of post whenever i want but Mm. yeah contents there all my old content is still there so yeah
0: mm-hmm. do you do you still have that course I know you had a course on the porn addiction do you still have that or not?
1: Yeah I still have the course I still have the quitting pornography video course it's still available um on teachable you can find it um through my YouTube channel I think I have a link somewhere on there. Okay. Yeah.
0: Guys if you if anyone is struggling with porn I didn't I we don't cover nearly enough this on my podcast, but if anyone is struggling with porn, I urge you to go and consider Alana's course because, yeah, she's just, I don't know, Alana, there's just something about you, the way you approach things, and I like it. So, um yeah, I, I will, anytime you're going to do anything, I'm going to recommend you. So,
1: <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> and if any of you ever consider signing up for Andrzej's program, definitely do so. He's very genuine very easy to talk to and you know yeah
0: Good thank you <laughs> thank you all right we are gonna say goodbye here let me click stop recording uh...